Someone else is praying for things you take for granted. Stay humble. Dig. Welcome to the One Love Sports Show, our first edition for 2022. Your place, it's your place, still your place for quick bites on hot sporting topics and events. I am Lance Thomas along with Mario Pottinger, the Rastaman from Live Sports Media. Mario, what's up for the new year, bro? Uh, same as usual, embracing the struggles that life has. What's the sense of this new year if we're still getting the old you? Go figure. This is the hottest 30 minutes in all of sports. And we kick things off with a look at the sporting events for the week that was. We're not going to spend any time waiting for Mario to respond or to, to uh, return fire. Okay, so Arsenal Man City last week was supposed to be a cracker. And it was one of the most impressive first half display I've seen against Man City. What were your thoughts on that match, uh, Mario? Uh, I think that match was very anti-climatic. I think the referee decisions ruined the match. The referee's decisions ruined the match? Okay. Um, meaning the, the, the penalty? What, what aspect? The inconsistency in the calls, the over-dependence in the one VAR are almost as if you're saying, um, okay, let idiot number two take the blame. At least it was very interesting to see Arsenal looking so good. Even if it's just one half of football, it was really good. It was really enjoyable and it was nostalgic going back to the days of the Invincibles. Uh, another matchup that I wanted to highlight from last week was Cowboys Cardinals. Um, I have been a season-long Cardinals um, supporter and I stuck my neck out for them and they pulled through. Your thoughts on that game, um, Mario? Well, for the Cardinals, Cowboys, uh, I think the match was a bit underwhelming. I wanted to see a bit more of a shootout. And I think neither offense really had it going, but one offense was just slightly better than the other. Yeah, I think you, you, you keep getting disappointed by these matchups which don't materialize into great offensive treats. Defense is still part of the game. I enjoy them as much. Um, I think you need to just get used to it. That when it get when the going gets tough and the contest gets very close, defense usually takes over. All right, so that completes our review of the week that was in sports. Um, highlights from that week. Other highlights include um, the Jazz Warriors, another key matchup where the Warriors came on top, came out on top. Chelsea Liverpool ended in a stalemate. 2-2 it was uh, Liverpool going first, um, two quick goals, and then Chelsea struck back, all within the first half. And then Titans, Dolphins, Titans booked their place in the playoffs with a convincing win and ending the run of form for the Dolphins, who are you now struggling to make into the playoffs with this last week um, set of matches coming up. So, on to the preview. Okay, so as we preview the coming week in sports, we start with the English Premier League, no other place. And it is Man City which has stretched its lead on top of the table to 53 points from 21 games and now 10 points ahead of Chelsea and 11 points ahead of Liverpool. For most persons, they're thinking, okay, this season is 
is all but decided. Um, this weekend, there'll be no action in the EPL because they take the usual New Year break after the crazy run of games in the holidays in December, um, right around Christmas and New Year's. Um, that generally happens within the EPL. Is the title race over, Mario? Uh, not as yet. If Arsenal proved one thing is that Man City isn't invincible, um, and they weren't playing one of the best Arsenal teams ever, so yeah, uh, it's not that they can't. It's not like they cannot drop points. Yes. The problem is they, much like for the the Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers, um, in the NFL, they're the ones who have had to deal with the least amount of injuries and no COVID problems. Okay. Well, recently to really have a chance of making this title race interesting. And it's also going to be important for Liverpool that Chelsea win the game to reel in Man City a little bit. So, but I see Felipe, Felipe Coutinho. Um, there are prospects of him returning to the EPL. And I've been saying all along, why not Liverpool? Liverpool need to get him back. I think you do well there. Uh, what's your thoughts, Mario? Uh, Coutinho is foolish for thinking about going back to the Premier League. I thought the perfect opportunity came to him in the summer. Granted, I don't think I don't know why AC Milan pulled out of the deal. And what AC Milan needs now is a player like him in that attacking midfield role. I know you're a Liverpool fan; he's been there before and all of that. But I don't think it would be best for him to go back to the Premier League with the lack of confidence that he has now. Italian uh, when he went to yes when he went to Bayern, I yes. thought that was a perfect storm because he could rebuild his confidence mm -hmm. while winning the Champions League, which mm -hmm. he did um, because he played well for Bayern. But I do think Coutinho just needs a new, like a fresh new start overall. There's, and I don't think jumping yeah. back to the Premier League is a best idea. There's no fresher start than Liverpool. Um, Italian league. Who wants to go play Italy now? Nobody finds it attractive right now. It's, it's really yes, they do. Okay, over into the La Liga. Um, after a surprising draw with Cadiz, um, Real Madrid leads um, still the table 46 points on 20 games, five points and one game ahead of Sevilla, who themselves are eight points ahead of Real Betis. Um, so um, you could say, I mean, still some interest in the top of the table there. Atletico is fourth and Barcelona is fifth. But for this weekend coming up, the, the best I can see as an interesting matchup is Raya Vallecano versus Real Betis. Um, your thoughts on that matchup, Mario? I think Raya Vallecano are pushing their luck. Okay, you've been um, saying that by overcoming Leverkusen recently, but they're still being close tracked by Leverkusen. But I don't see any interesting games in the Bundesliga this weekend, so I will skip on to the Serie A. Where... I can give you one, I can give you one. There's Please. one tomorrow between yes. Gladbach and Bayern. Now, Gladbach might not be playing at their best, but yeah. they always step up on one club, which is Bayern. They will give, Gladbach will literally beat Bayern 5 nil and then go lose 6 nil to a bottom of the team. Okay, let us see then. Let us see how that turns out. That should be very interesting. Which, which they've done, hold on, they've yeah. done it already this season. Fine. They lost to they yes. lost they beat Bayern five nil earlier yes. this season and then lost to Freiburg the following week six nil. You've given me very a lot of interest in that game. Then I mean, before I just looked at the table and looked at the, the results, you couldn't you wouldn't be able to tell that. But um, that's a very good insight. So I'm gonna look out for that game. In the Syria, Inter is on forty six points, just four points ahead of Milan, who are three points ahead of Napoli. 
Um, well, sorry, there are some games that played today. I haven't even looked into those games to see how the table now looks after those games. But the game that I am zeroing on this weekend is Roma uh, hosting Juventus. What are your thoughts on that matchup, Mario? Roma need a bounce back, and this is the perfect bounce back. Um, based on the results today, Juventus proved that they cannot score goals. Um, they draw a 1-1 with Napoli today, and Napoli could have could have actually scored more on them but didn't take their chances uh roma lost 3-1 to ac milan um earlier today yes so they need a bounce back game as well and juventus are trying to build confidence but they have no attack mm, mm. So, so i do give the edge to roma okay so the points in the table now the the points at the top of the table it has converged a bit with inter now leading by one point however they have a game in hand having their match uh, having been suspended um but yes milan definitely now are on 45 points in second place and napoli on 40 points so things bunching up there in syria and should be very very interesting in the league one yes psg is a runaway leaders and there's no stopping them but i'm looking at nantes versus monaco as a game of interest this weekend um any interest from your side, Mario, in that game? Uh, no, it's the time watching Monaco. Um, mm. Marseille is playing Bordeaux. You'll get more entertainment out of that. If you're just not talking about just watching a match that's entertaining. Mm. And the other entertaining game is this weekend between Lens and Ren. Okay. Um, if you're just talking entertainment. Okay. I, I noticed that as well. Yeah, that Lens uh, uh, my game should be very interesting. So, jumping on Bordeaux and Marseille. Okay, Bordeaux and Marseille. Okay. Jumping over into the NBA, Nets have relinquished their lead at top of the East with Bulls taking over. Bulls are playing pretty well um, with two dramatic wins recently with DeRozan hitting game winners, buzzer beaters um, in two consecutive games. You know, just add some interest to the league. The Bucks, Heat, Sixers and Cavs are trailing um celtics are still struggling to find form very being very inconsistent over in the west the battle at the top is between warriors and Suns, just ahead of jazz um and and then you have the rest grizzlies are doing pretty well a very good uh, win streak at the moment very impressed with how they've been performing recently makes for i don't know i don't think they are title challenges but a good up-and-coming team so uh, very good going there. But from the games coming up uh, over the next seven days, the ones I'm going to pull as pretty interesting, uh, Nets host Bucks on Friday night. Um, your thoughts there, Murray? One question about that game, and this is the most important. Is it being held in, in Milwaukee? Brooklyn, Brooklyn, because Kyrie not going to play. All right, so yeah, the Bucks are going to Dalgore. Okay, so that means the next game of interest, though, is, is, is Bulls hosting the Nets. Um, on Wednesday, next Wednesday, and, and since it's Bulls hosting Nets, I suppose you're going to say Nets should win easily. Yeah, because like I said, when you have Kyrie, Katie, and Harden, mm -hmm. there's no team in the league that can beat you because they're the one they're the one group of players who don't need to have chemistry on the court, despite all being superstars. Because, sure, each of these guys can play well in a team system, which they've actually proven based on the Nets performance last year and based on, but also all three guys benefit most from isolation plays. 
So whether you turn it into a half-court set or you force them to pass the ball around, either way, as long as those three are on the court, like any of them can go up. All three guys can go up for 30. Okay. Yeah, what, what, what are your thoughts on the Grizzlies? Uh, the Grizzlies are a team that has been on the common. And I kind of expected it because, like I said, like I, I said it the moment he got drafted, mm-hmm. that Ja Morant was <clears throat> the best um, player in his draft. Mm-hmm. I said that immediately as he came out. And not only that, but the Grizzlies have always been a team that aren't terrible, but we're never going to contend. What I didn't expect from the Grizzlies this year was when Ja Morant had an injury earlier this year, Mm-hmm. They actually played well as a team without it. Yep. Yep. That's the part that impressed me about the Grizzlies. That's what impressed me about the Cardinals as we move over into the NFL. That even when uh, Kyler Murray was out, they played, they managed to play pretty well. Now, in the NFL, this is a final week of extended regu- an extended regular season. And the Green Bay Packers are on top, best record in the league, 13 and 3. But are followed closely by the Rams and the Bucks, who are 12 and 4. Cardinals sealed their playoff spot last week with a win over the Cowboys. Interestingly, Cardinals have a very bad record at home and may do well to, to qualify through the wild card. However, if they if they win this, they, they require a win this weekend and a Rams lost to the 49ers in order to claim the top seed in their division. And um, it will be interesting to see how things play out because they were playing against a pride-hungry Seahawks who just to win a game would be a good thing for them having had a very disappointing season. In the AFC, the hottest winning, winning streaks in the NFL came to a crash last Sunday as the Chiefs were downed by the uh, Bengals and Dolphins were embarrassed by the Titans. Um, so both were on eight and seven game winning streaks, respectively. Um, their fires were quenched for a little while. So Chiefs and Titans lead the AFC with 11 5 record, and they're followed by Bills, Patriots, and Bengals. Interesting this weekend in the last round of games before we get into the playoffs other teams are fighting for playoff lives um amongst the interesting lineups and matchups i'm seeing ravens steelers um not sure it seems like maybe lamar jackson won't play but very interesting game because it's kind of hard to predict what teams will show up and how they play on the day Ravens Steelers, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that, uh, Murray? Most uninteresting, boring game. Um, Big Ben got his send off at Heinz Field. Uh, the Ravens have been riddled with injuries all year, mm. so I'm not really looking forward to this one. Mm. It's very hard to call, though, because Steelers haven't been impressed with themselves. Uh, what about the Raiders Chargers, which closed that's off? That's the one that's interesting. Yes. Very because, interesting. again, the Chargers. The Chargers have a good team, and will their coach will their coach continue to follow the stats and do the whole fourth down crap all the time? And but here's the thing: the, when you expect Derek Carr to lose, he wins. When you expect him to win, he loses. 
Yeah. So uh, this one is actually an entertaining one to watch because both teams are volatile. You never know what they get. And a nice way to end the regular season because this is a Sunday night game, the last game of the regular season. So very good note to end an entertaining regular season in the NFL and look forward to the wild cards next week. Yes, 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 definitely. John Madden is an icon, one of the most iconic figures in the NFL over the last 50 years. So um, his name is a brand um, from the Madden games to um, persons who used to tune into his commentary. And he has perhaps, the, I think, the highest winning record as an NFL coach still, um, highest percentage winning record. So he's certainly an icon. So that wraps it up for our previous show for the next seven days in sports. And we now take a fast break. Welcome to Fast Break, where we do quick takes on hot topics, burning issues from the world of sports. And today we we look at the situation down under where the world number one tennis player, Djokovic, is under siege, um, refusing to be vaccinated, first given a pass by the tournament officials to still participate in the Australian Open. And now the government um, is refusing to give him a entry into the country. I think they have reached a position now where he's been, he is at a hotel in Australia um, awaiting an appeal by his lawyers against the decision of the Aussie government. Very interesting situation playing out there. Uh, most persons are saying that he's not above the law and are coming down hard against him. What are your thoughts, Mario? Um, all sports people are some are, are somewhat above the law in certain situations. Um, mm. here, yes, we've seen it a thousand times. We've seen it a thousand times. Athletes get to get out of this. There's footballers playing right now who should be serving deals who will be serving them at the end of their careers. Um, but the main thing I wanted to get on is that this is stupid from Australia. I just find this stupid. It seems like you're trying to prove a point that doesn't exist. Every form of sport you now has tried to find ways to um, not criminalize vaccinated players. We've seen it with the NFL. We've seen it with even basketball, basketball. and Kyrie Irving. Everybody has tried to find a way to not criminalize people who have not taken the vaccine and just like that their personal choice. And there's Australian citizens who don't agree with the vaccine. So you're literally forcing not only the people in your country to take the vaccine, even the ones who don't want to. And, and but, 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 but it's fair to say that there are always going to be persons who maybe don't support it. But can, can you say the majority of Australians don't support it? That, that's the thing. I'm not boots on the ground that I couldn't make that statement. But at the right. same time, though everybody else in the world, in the, in the world of sports, have found a way to allow vaccinated players and unvaccinated players to share the same locker rooms, to share the same uh, court and, and pitches at the same time. And it seems like, I, I don't know what point you're trying to prove my goals. There's no point that, you, I, I don't know what you're trying to do you're not making a statement, you're not doing anything great. Like, there's no point in this. I take your point that everywhere else, people are trying to not discriminate, trying to 
facilitate the vaccinated and the unvaccinated to say that okay people have a choice um so it is kind of against the grain that australia is um lashing out in this particular way um but let's see how i don't know if it's because of interaction between djokovic's team and some people were saying that djokovic and his team are behaving as if they have a right and they they're entitled to this and as if they are making a, a mockery of a system and perhaps it's that kind of embarrassment which governments tend to take very personal yeah, but- so let us see let us see how it plays out in the, in, in, in the long run. We'll watch that run very, very closely. Uh, so that ends our fast break session. And we now venture over into Super Mario Adventures. Yay! Welcome to Super Mario Adventures, where Mario takes us on a ride, uh, commenting on some sporting event or topic, not in mainstream news, but very, very interesting. What do you have for us today, Mario? Uh, one of the things I've recently discovered, um, just by the first time I ever saw it was with three-sided football, yes. which is kind of a chess version of football, is that um, a lot more sports are being accepted in terms of being done and okay. on what in, in on one side I am for it because it allows a lot of people to achieve some of their dreams. And mm-hmm. on the other side it's very difficult to watch when the sport that I wanted to play growing up, I didn't need it. So when you see a sport like this right? Underwater hockey. I discovered underwater hockey. Mm-hmm. That one was a strange one for me. Um, underwater but, hockey. Interesting. Yeah. So they the whole underwater hockey came about was that back in the 80s actually a lot of people were getting bored with diving and for them to for 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 them to actually make diving interesting they added a sports element so they use a lead hockey puck the same size as an ice hockey puck and they started to play it as an underwater game so that you have a snorkel same size as a hockey pitch but it's underwater Mm. So picture water polo but hockey under the water. Though. You get to come up for air if you want, but you go back under to play. Very interesting. Wow. <laughs> now this interests me as a person who is interested in free diving, which is also now a mm-hmm. sport itself. Okay. Um but then you have sports like that that are being allowed, like combat juggling, which we've spoken a little bit about on, on this show before, but combat juggling. Yes, they're trying to make that an official sport. Where you have a bunch of yes. You have a bunch of teams who are with guys who are juggling like you know, like you know how clowns juggle with the uh, yes. bowling pins yes. in the circus. Yes. yes, yes. And your job is to knock off the other person's bowling pin or knock the <laughs> other person off balance and stop them from like from juggling while you continue mm. juggling your bowling. Mm. So as a player who wanted to make it as a soccer player and didn't, it's very difficult at times to see these sports that are coming up. Um, yes. And at the same time, you still want to be happy for the people that there's an opportunity for everybody in life now to make yes. it in whatever the hell they want. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I recently got acquainted with pickleball. And pickleball is very a version of lawn tennis, but it's less injury prone because it's not a the court is shorter um and 
the rules are made. You don't have to be as athletic to play pickleball. Um, pretty interesting one, and it's one of the fastest rising sports in North America at the moment. So yes, people are finding different ways to express themselves in in terms of sports, and that's a good thing because that's how some of the sports we have now that's what they were that's where they came about. You know, so the avenue opening the channels to freedom of expression and, and association in terms of sports is always a good thing. So very interesting one there for Super Mario Adventures this week. Um, thank you, Mario, for yet again and starting the new year on a very very good note giving us very interesting topic there uh, which again not covered by mainstream sports as we move into overtime welcome to overtime it's time for the overdrive where we look at the predictions for five key sporting events over the next seven days and we try to do the nostradamus on these events so Starting with the EPL on Sunday, sorry, not EPL, Syria on Sunday uh, at 12.30 in the afternoon, Roma hosts Juventus. And I think you have said already that Roma will take this one. I'm seeing a 2-1 win for Roma because Juventus can't score goals. Roma can score goals, but their defense isn't at its best right now. They need some help at fullback. I think they found their centre-back partnership. And Jose is still trying to fix his midfield because he doesn't have a lot of... He doesn't have a pure defensive midfielder, okay. um, so the defense doesn't get as much protection. He has a lot of midfielders who work very hard, but he doesn't have a dedicated midfielder just sitting in the midfield and um, yeah. clearing up play. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so okay. they can score goals, yes. which would give them the edge of it. So, and you said Box was going to take it over Nets um, because that game is being played in Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving won't be there. But when Nets travel to the Bulls in Chicago, that bull, that Nets will take that game. Um, and Raiders Chargers, you give the edge here too. You're giving the edge here to Chargers, I suppose, because when you expect Derek Carr to play well, he doesn't. Yes, uh, the only the only way I don't see Chargers um, finding a win is if uh, Brandon Staley gets in. Okay, and then the Ravens Steelers. Uh, Divisional matchup. How do you see that one playing out? I see the Steelers winning. It's Big Ben's last game. Yeah. Unless Lamar Jackson takes the field, and even if he does, I mean he's been injured all year. He'd be limited. Plus he's worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be limited. Um, and then the team around him has had injury problems and COVID. So Steelers. Um, I just want to throw in one quick thing. Yes. Um, for the overcard. Yes. Um, section. You guys are going to have to give. You've convinced me. Like we're going to have to give Brave the coach of the year. It's between him and LaFleur. Mm, mm, okay. He's done a very, very remarkable job. Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Very, very, I mean, just holding the fort, having lost King Henry. I mean, that has been amazing. Very good job. Um, and, and getting no production from Julio. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing stuff. You know, let's see how this goes. Um, so which of these games are you entering into the prediction competition? Mom, give me my Italian team. Oh, Roma. Are you going to go with Roma? Okay. All right. Excellent. For first show for 2022, and we're off with a bang, off and running. It's been great having you as always. Thanks for taking the time out to join us on the One Love Sports Show. It was with Mario Pottinger from the Live Sports Media Group. It's a great way to start the year. And until next time, as we always encourage you, keep safe. And remember, it's One Love every time.